Bueller, 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 Bueller. Wake up! Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's going to throw. Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They, there's buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British. We bastards. beat the British. Second Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wild. Like that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable. What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun, play fake, step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. Yeah, it's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Well, well, well. Hello there. Happy Thursday to you. It is August 10th, 2023, and you are listening to Kentucky Roll Call on your Thursday morning. Hope you're having a great start to your day. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen here. We've got a really really fun show planned for you today, and we're excited. We're excited to dive right into it. Scooter Dingus, Justin Kalen, the best producer in all of radio. How are you on this Thursday morning? I am fantastic. It is my Friday at the hotel. I ended up getting yesterday off, um, so I had a great day yesterday. A little bit of a weird day. I'll, I'll get you all caught up here. So I did Spears show, right? And I knew we had some rain coming yesterday, so I knew after Spears I had to bust it home and and get the grass cut before it rained. So I was able to do that. I was feeling real good and proud about myself, and I come inside, take a nice cold shower to cool down, and decide, you know what, I'm I'm going to do some laundry. I'm going to not stop the productivity at the grass. I'm going to do some laundry. So I get my laundry in. It's done washing. Throw it in the dryer, and at this point, I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm feeling lucky. So I decide, I'm going to go to the boat. I ain't, I ain't been out there in, in a minute, so I'm just going to I'm gonna hop on Scoops. over. I'm going to hop on over to the wow. casino. And, and my thinking was, you know, I'll, I'll just go out there. Even if I lose, I'll, I'll just have a good time, you know? So I get my clothes in the dryer, leave can my I house. You? Can I interrupt yeah. you just briefly? Yeah, absolutely. You just, just to paint the scene for you, Scoots. You've got the KRC audience right now eating out of your hand. You've got us by a shring right now. Scoots, one of the most fascinating people in, I would say, the the Commonwealth of Kentucky, but you live in Indiana. (laughs) You've got stories that people just don't believe. You've won the frickin' lottery before, and you don't really do much. No offense. You don't really do much. But you're going to the casino on a random Wednesday, I'm not so sure what the laundry aspects has to play with this, but I'm imagining it has to do something with the story. Oh, it does. I just want to set the scene that you you have the room, buddy. This is big this time. Is... Roush, I, I'm pumped to hear the end of this. <laughs> what, 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon? Um, <laughs> I think this was probably – I think I put the clothes in the dryer and left my house about quarter after 4. 
So I knew I was going to be tempting fate a little bit with traffic with the Sherman Mitten, but luckily all that was good. So for those that aren't aware, my house is anywhere from about 25 to 30 minutes from the boat. So nice little about an hour drive each way, right? So I leave my house about quarter after four, go across the street, get some money out of the bank. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to take much. Took like 140 bucks. I was like, I'll just, I'll just have some fun, play around with this for a little bit. Here's where the good story gets good, guys. I got home before the dryer was done drying my clothes. <laughs> I went to the boat, lost $140 in 10 minutes, came home, and my clothes were still drying. <laughs> how, how, how did you... <laughs> Gosh, oh, that's, the beauty of, that's the beauty of a scoot story. Gosh, I'm going to give you a kiss on your big old forehead <laughs> right now, Justin. That's the that's the beauty of the story, Roush. It could have just as easily ended as Scoot saying, I got home two hours ago. <laughs> I haven't hardly slept, but I feel good. I'm on energy. You know, it could have it could have been I won fifteen thousand dollars on a slot. You, you don't know what it was going to be. But you went there, you lost all your money almost instantly, and then you just hit the road right back home. That's it. Yeah, it was super embarrassing. I've I've never, I can't imagine there's somebody that's went into that place and lost money as, the way that I did. I mean, I was on pace to lose well, 560 an hour. <laughs> I mean, did you just come in and put a bunch on the roulette table? Like, yeah, how what, is what, it even? What was your, like, what was you your, would think if you lost you're doing blackjack like maybe get up and try another table i don't know no so i started the thing where i had the 40 dollars in my hand and i was like you know i'll just i'll start with roulette usually that's a pretty good starting point for me i'll i'll just bet like red black odd even and that that usually gives me a nice little bankroll right so i only play like five hands of roulette and that 40's gone so i'm like well crap i really came here to play blackjack so i guess let me just go sit there and play blackjack $10 $10 hands, I had the $100 left, I bet I played 14 hands before I was out of there. Oh, you got cleaned up. I got oh, any, so cleaned up. Did you have up. any company at the table or the roulette wheel? Uh, there was a guy at the roulette wheel, so I had that going for me, but he was winning, I was not. Nobody was at the blackjack table. There was a girl there when I first started. But I guess she had played two shoots in a row, and she got absolutely smacked. So she got up from the table, and I should have took that as my sign. But no, I was, yeah. I was ignorant. I wanted to sit there and play. I thought I could maybe turn the luck around. Did not happen. Guys, I wasn't even there long enough for a freaking drink lady to come around and ask if I wanted a drink. Like that, That's how short I was at this casino. Ridiculous. The, that's tough. The, the other part of it, too, Scoots. And and I'm, I'm not trying to to gamble shame, but like you know, if if you're gonna if you're not gonna move and be super duper like 140 dollars, that's that's not a lot to get by at the casino, you know. Like I, I get you're also just trying to have a little bit of fun on a Wednesday, but uh, that can that can. You don't even have enough to try to win some of it back, you know? Well, I mean, the tables were cheap yesterday. Since it was during the day, they were only like $10 maximum or minimums. So I, was, I wasn't I was worried about the amount of money I had. I was just worried about – actually, I didn't have it worry. I just wanted to sit there and play and, and relax and have a good time. Maybe people watch a little bit. But, yeah, I was I was there and back in an hour as opposed to staying there for an hour. So, yeah, it was 
crazy, crazy day. I'll, I'll never forget the feeling I had when I walked in the back door, which is right next to the dryer, and that thing is still tumbling. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is ultra embarrassing. I've had these casino. I've had good casino trips, more bad casino trips. Scoot, so I, I, I can totally relate to this feeling. I'm not trying to to pick on you, but like, and I've lost money very quickly too. I don't know if I've ever had a entire trip that quickly, <laughs> but I've you know I've like, whoa, hundred dollars in blackjack just went away just just like that. I, I I can relate to it, but there's no worse feeling than like when you leave the casino and you have that mindset of like. I just wasted X amount of dollars playing gambling games and I got my ass kicked. Yeah. I was like, if I would have just not done this, I'd be $140 richer. Did you have that? Did that cross your mind at all? Oh, yeah. Basically, like gambling guilt is what it's called. Yeah, no, absolutely. Once I lost my final blackjack hand, I literally looked at the dealer and I was like, there's a reason this place makes money. And I headed straight for the door (laughs) and I'm shaking my head the whole time I'm walking out this place. I'm like, that was the stupidest thing I've done in months. Like, what the hell? Well, Man. you know, it's a story, and we love it, and you'll you'll get them next time. Sir. Maybe so. Hopefully so. I, I also just love the thought, too, that, like, it's one thing for you to bomb, and, like, there's at least other people there, so maybe you can get up and, like, go to other tables or something like that. Four o'clock on a Wednesday, like, you're, you're pretty exposed. Yeah. You're pretty exposed. Yeah, you you are. And one-on-one blackjack's always – I don't love it. I like to have other people there, burn up some cards. I can kind of get a better read on – I don't count cards, but you can kind of get like, okay, that's a seven, that's a six, that's a nine, that's a four. There's got to be a face card coming. Oh, there's that face card. Okay. I, I kind of do that. It's not counting cards, but it's anticipating maybe what's due is a better way to put it. And when you're doing one-on-one, it's a little tougher to – to have that strategy, you don't get to see as as many cards. But uh, weirdly enough, with UK and UNC announcing their series, I just told this story to my brother. But and Kyle Tucker just tweeted about that game, that 2016-2017 Malik Monk game. One of the most fun UK games I've ever been to. I think Kyle said it was the best game that he had ever been to. Uh, it, it's it's If it's not number one for me, it's certainly in the conversation. Got engaged that weekend. But Roush, one morning in Vegas, we... Like, it, you know, I proposed, so it, it really was just like a friend trip. But then when I was going to propose, my family acted like they wanted to come too. So, like, I was talking to, at that time, my girlfriend and like, you know, we're going with our friends, but now they all want to come out here. How do you feel about that? And she was totally cool with it, but one way or another, they were coming. It was whether or not we were just going to have to lie about it. And so we're going to brunch or a, bur- a breakfast, I should say, an early breakfast, probably like 7, 8 a.m., and with the family so not with the friends the friends were sleeping we had been out partying the night before except for one friend and we're walking through the casino again it's like in between 7 and 8 a.m and he is playing one-on-one blackjack and we were like oh no did you go to bed last night he's like yeah i got a few hours of sleep i I couldn't sleep though so i figured i'd come down here and we were like how long have you been here he was like about about an hour we were like, we didn't go to bed till 1 a.m., so you, did you only get like five, four hours of sleep? What, what are you? He's like, yeah, yeah, I just I, I figured it'd be more fun to come down here and play blackjack. We were like, are you winning? No, no, no I'm not winning. <laughs> Sounds like fun. Like, it was a little sad. We were like, do you want to come to breakfast with us? And he was like, ah, I think I'm just I'm going to gonna keep at the tables. going to keep at the tables. But ever since then, I've been like, ah, 
the scene of one-on-one blackjack in a mostly empty casino, it really had some Vegas vacation vibes to it. And I promised myself that I was probably never going to do that at that point. And then sure enough, Scoot starts our Thursday by doing that. Ah, love you, it. You know what I love should it, have Scoots. done? I, I'm not a big slots guy, but I've thought about it a lot. What if I just went and took that 140 and put it in slots? What oh. would have happened? Or what if I, now that they have the sports book there, what if I just went over to the table or to the counter and like, here's 140 bucks on whoever for today? Like, wouldn't that have just been so much more beneficial for me? Woulda, coulda, shoulda. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Really know, but slots have the the most payouts, don't they? Slots pay more than anything else at casinos, I believe. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, I, that's my problem with slots is I don't really know what I'm looking for. So, yeah, it's exciting oh, when yeah, you win and everything pops up. There, exactly. Right? Yeah, I, I want to know what to be able yeah. to look for. You know, crazy things about casinos, as most things in our life, is like. They, they they have done the science and they've done the studies and they are tapping into your brain to keep you there as long as you can. They are implementing sense in the casino to like make you feel comfortable and it's a it's a very like they they have tapped into your brain without you even knowing it, although you do know it because I'm telling you now and you probably already knew this, I would imagine. Uh, that's the that's kind of the crazy and same with slot machines, like very bright colors, lights, noises, like we are babies at casinos. Well, they didn't they, keep me are, there very long. Rattlers. Didn't keep me there very long, baby. So their science did not work on this guy. Although, <laughs> although when I was walking out towards the door, not that I was going to hit it up, but I was just looking everywhere like, where do they keep the ATM in this bad boy? Oh. But I walked, I walked by, I did see it on my way out, and I was like, no, I'm not pumping more into this place. Forget it. I was literally just about to say, like, tip of the cap. You got your ass kicked, but tip of the cap to you for just being like, all right, that's what I brought with me. Yeah. That's what I was willing to lose. That's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. Otherwise, we'd get that gambling number hotline out for you. Going to a casino during the the daytime, though, on a weekday, uh, I'd done that once. It was actually with Brooke's family because her uh, grandpa was a big slots guy. So we, you know, they'd take a couple trips up there. Do the slots, hit up the buffet, you know, have a nice little time. So, like, I had to, knowing I was going to be there while, you know, you pace yourself a little bit better. And my mistake was winning some at a blackjack table, but they changed the dealer and I didn't get out in time. And, you know, you just, yeah, exactly. Like that rookie mistake, you know. So, uh, and that, there's nothing worse, too, than when you get a dealer that's cheering for the house. Like, those people, there's a special place in hell for them. Oh, like when they get like when they get a big hand and they have that little smirk on their face, like they did something oh. cool. You flipped a card, yeah. you dork. You played what the house yeah. tells you to play. You didn't do squat. You're right. I'd say those are a rarity, like the the douchey dealers. I think most of the time you get people that are wanting to have fun and wanting the group to have fun, and maybe they're not looking to get hammered. That's like not hammered in the sense of drinking, but they're they're not looking to lose a lot of money for the casino, but they also don't care if they do. I think you get those the majority of the time, but you're right, Roush. The alternative, like the one who who takes it as if it's their own personal money or doesn't want people to have fun, they're the worst. They See, suck. that's kind of how my dealer was. She wasn't necessarily rooting for the house, but she wasn't sympathizing with me, which really annoyed me. Like they, there were so many hands where she would flip over just the stupidest card she could to give the dealer twenty or twenty-one, and I would say something like, "Oh no,", no and she, yeah, there was no sympathy with me. So that really annoyed me. And if I did hit a big, I wouldn't have tipped her for that very reason. Did you play any of the side games? 
oh heck no but you know <laughs> so the girl i was at the table with she was playing all of them and i mentioned she was mad getting her butt kicked or whatever first hand i sit down I never play the side games. I never have. I, when I was out in Vegas for the first time, I played the side games because I felt like I had to. First hand, I sit down. Dealer deals me king, king, and the up card for the dealer is a king. And this girl goes crazy. He just got trips and he didn't even play the bonus. <laughs> I bet, gosh, it's like you're almost just going through the script of casinos. I've had those exact <laughs> same conversations. I've had that drunk lady yep. say the exact same thing to me. I only play those side games if I'm up, and it's a good way to, if you're up, to make sure you don't stay up. Although, I have hit, like, a few, you know, I think I've won, like, 100, 150 bucks on those side games before on, like, one flip of the card. Uh, But I've I've won a few times where it's, like, you know, i got a steady income. I'll win, like, 30, 40 bucks, so then I'm, you know, I keep putting five down, I'll keep putting five down, lose that 40, and then, you know, 30 minutes later, I may get up another 20 or something on it. But ultimately they kind of drain you a little bit. It's a slow leak. Oh, yeah. We had one guy at our table win like uh, five grand on a side game one time, which then it was funny. Like after that, everybody at the table was playing the side games. And it was like, well, what are the odds that we get another big winner here? Probably not good. I think he just probably took up our big winner right there. But uh, casinos, good times. If you know how to handle them, you just got to bet in moderation like our buddy Scoots did. Roush, I went to the Louisville City match last night. Uh, I think the second game I've been to this season. A buddy of mine just did you. Te- uh, did you run into Stephen Peak? He was there. No, I didn't. Family. I didn't. It was pretty oh, solid I crowd. I, I thought it was going to maybe be one of their worst crowds of the season. I think they said there was like seventy three hundred people there. Which the I, rain delay uh, did it delay? Like I, no, I, the storms no. last night certainly messed with everything. Yeah, that's what I thought. You know, first day back from school. They, weird. They they made it an 8 o'clock kickoff, which they almost like 98% of Louisville City matches, maybe 99% are at 7.30. 7:30. They're just always yeah. at 7.30. My buddy was like, matches at 8. And I was like, no, nah, I'm pretty sure it's 7.30. And he sent me the screenshot, proved me wrong. It was at uh, it, it was at 8 o'clock. I think they probably just did it at 8, Roush. So maybe in the last 20 minutes of the match, the JCPS kids could have gotten to the game. Um, yeah, I mean, the first, maybe they would have been there the for last, the final kickoff. Yeah, yeah, they would have been there for the final whistle. Uh, the first, yeah. but not the last joke, but also conversation we're going to have regarding the JCPS bus situation. Louisville City tied. Uh, we, we, I, I was trying to convince my buddy to just keep going down 71, take the bridge, let me put a bet in for the match and make the match a little bit more interesting, but he did not want to. And I had said even that like we should have bet the draw just because it'd be funny if we stayed the whole match and it was a draw and we won and people just saw us going crazy about the, about a draw. <laughs> it would be that funny after like fun. 90 minutes. Nobody likes draws. And you just get these two goobers in the stands just going bonkers because their bet hit. But you also get good juice on draws. It's usually like plus 230, plus 300. You know, it obviously depends on the game. But Louisville City scored in like the 67th minute and then gave up a goal in the 80th minute. And it was a time, and it was. It was poor in Roush, but it actually kind of made the game cooler because everybody just moved to the covered seats. So it ended up being like a more intimate, better environment than everybody if they were sprawled out. But, yeah, it, it rained most of the match, but we were covered. That stadium's awesome. It was my buddy's first time ever going there, and he was very impressed by it because it's a it's an impressive stadium. Not the biggest in the world, but 
but pretty, pretty cool. But they get the tie, and I could not believe it, Roush, walking back to the car, looking at Twitter X or whatever you want to call it, and see, like, I was like, this must be a parody account. JCPS kids still aren't home. They're just now the last ones are getting home. That can't be, that cannot be accurate. What a wild day for JCPS. And if you didn't see the news this morning, they canceled school today and tomorrow just because yeah. it was such a disaster. They need to get their ducks in a row. They need to figure it out. They can't have kids getting home at 10 p.m. So, Roush, you may have a better, better idea or better perspective on all this stuff. Yeah, I, um, well, personally, it's like, uh, we don't mind it because now we're just going to get an extra day to spend, uh, with her family in Ohio doing our sort of last hurrah before football season and everything gets crazy and we can't go up and visit with the family in Ohio for a while. But like, um, I know our texters, uh, like to bust our balls for being uh, Catholic school kids, private school kids, but this is why people pay to send their kids to school because JCPS is, it's a disaster on multiple fronts and the part that's most disappointing in all of this is that they knew that it was going to be a challenge uh, because uh, essentially bus drivers jobs are impossible now Uh, it's one of the worst jobs in the country because they don't have anybody there to help keep the buses safe for the drivers for the kids Um, it's a nightmare like it's it's real it's an actual nightmare to be on one of those school buses uh, so the bus driver is the babysitter and also yeah. in charge of the lives of all the kids for needing to pay attention to the road. So pay attention to the kids and make sure there's no bullying or any nonsense or shenanigans, but also uh, you're in a ginormous vehicle. Drive safely. Yeah. And, and there's going to be some of the text in and says, oh, well, they have the they have they have acronyms for all these people. And they'll probably put one of those acronym people on the bus to monitor things. But kids still act like they, they, they lose all sense of um, their sense. They, they just lose their sense on a bus. Like they don't have any respect for the authority on the bus. They go crazy. They do some just insane things. So now nobody wants to be a bus driver. And the city prides itself on making its school population diverse by busing people. Well, now they're like, we need to get away from busing all over town. Um, And we kind of have to because we don't have enough bus drivers. So what they did, they changed all the start times up. They tried to stagger them so that multiple, so that bus drivers could take multiple routes in a day. They stagger them out and then everybody can still go to school. So they, they changed all the start times for all this school. And the problem is, TJ, once that first one gets off schedule, he's off schedule the rest of the day. So, um, I, you know, I was coming home from the radio show yesterday. There were kids waiting. Uh, it felt like all day around the city of Louisville, you could see kids waiting at a bus stop or parents waiting at a bus stop for kids to get home. Um, fortunately, my wife uh, is back at mail and they were first. So they didn't really experience those. But at our old school, they moved their time back and they were supposed to have 31 buses to pick up kids. They had two there when school was supposed to be out. Uh, it just, it was an absolute nightmare, an absolute disaster. And the part that's most confusing in all of this, they, they haven't been like practicing this for like two weeks. And also apparently they hired some company in Boston to help them with their logistics of all of this, who supposedly specializes in 
this sort of matter. Uh, you know, UPS, they're, they're pretty big. They, they work. They're right, they're right there. They're right down the street. You couldn't, they're two exits away from JCBS headquarters. You couldn't just hire somebody there to figure out your logistics. They're pretty good at making sure people are on time. So it's a nightmare. And I think the most laughable part of it all, um, like parents, they, they're probably, I know they're upset because they've got to think of accommodations for today, TJ, that they otherwise didn't have to plan for. But it's better that they at least, you know, aren't having to wait around all day knowing their kids are sick. I just don't know why they're they're using these as snow days. Like, it's your own damn fault. Like, you shouldn't penalize anybody and make summer break, like, extend that. Yeah, I think you just eat eat these days. I, I don't know. I don't I don't really care if they got to make them up or if they don't. But, yeah, it stinks. Uh, and Mail getting a lot of shout-outs today. Shout-out to Mail. And we'll have Corey Price on for Trivia Thursday today. He loves his male Bulldogs. My wife went to Mail. Roush's wife teaches at Mail. UK's gotten several nice players from Mail. Yeah, Isaiah Cummings. Isaiah well. Cummings, who's everybody's been raving about this offseason after falling off the face of the earth last season. Maybe a casualty of old Scangarello, but I've loved hearing that he has emerged. We'll talk a little more football later on on the show. And we'll have some trivia questions from Corey Price. We don't know what he's got for Roush and me. And Scoots, of course, you can participate if you want. But uh, I do think it's UK themed. <laughs> they make it a little tougher. So, so I don't have a shot. I don't. I don't have a chance because it's UK themed. Come on. Who said that? You are. You're acting like that. Now I'm just saying you may. I'm saying you're allowed to participate. I hope but I get it. Is it. UK themed. Hope so. I get it, and y'all miss it. See, you know, I, people who put words in the mouth of other people. <laughs> It's never a good look. I didn't say you couldn't get it, Scoots. I think you will have a shot at it. I'll, that's not all I need one. is a um, shot. Not a good one, but you, I, I just, think you'll have a shot at it. When we, We're going to get to our first break, but um, big shout-out to Big Blue Drew, who he saw this coming from a mile away uh, because he got hit by one of those JCPS buses that was training the route last week. So, I mean, we should have known. I'm not, I'm not laughing about it. It's not funny, but just the way you phrased it. Like, yeah, Big Blue Drew, he, he was telling all of us when he got hit by one of these buses. Uh, thankfully, he was okay. I think the bus didn't have any kids on it. They were all right. I did think it was dumb, Roush, that for the last two weeks, I've just seen empty buses driving all over Louisville, just, you know, from a gas standpoint, causing traffic unnecessarily. But uh, maybe they didn't practice enough, I suppose. I don't, uh, but if you didn't see it here in Louisville, JCPS kids didn't get home till 10 p.m. And then very early this morning, they made the decision to cancel school the next two days. So some parents really frustrated having to make other plans, uh, especially, you know, just with hours notice this morning. So it's just been a, a cluster for JCPS. We hope they figure it out, though. It's a ton of kids. It's an uh, education matters. So. We want them to be able to figure it out. But that was that's going to be the news all day in town today. People are going to be talking about that on every oh. station and yep. on TV, and you're, it won't be the end of it. It just but. affects so many people. So, like, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, which, that's the other thing, too. My wife just can't understand. Her school district had an elementary school, a middle school, and a high school. This school district has, like, 17,000 schools. So, like, how are they supposed to function properly? Shouldn't it be broken up into multiple districts? Like, I don't know. You know, like you you would I've think they would be better that. served. And like, again, 
Roush, you, your comment about like, this is why people pay for school is probably going to trigger some people. And we were very thankful that our parents allowed us to, to go to private schooling. We would have been fine if we'd gone to public schooling. We both would have ended up at UK all the same. Like, you know, we, we, right, we, right. we, we understand all that stuff, but I've always thought that why not like have, why not split it up into four districts regionally? You can still get the same allotment of money. And that way it's probably also better going to be easier to track where that money goes but when you have this many schools and this many students it's and just, this many t- faculty well, it's, just- it's it's like the ncaa making the same rules for um center college as it is for kentucky like it's just it, it's not going to work it's a bloated bureaucracy um yeah. so they're not going to do that um uh, but it did make me think too tj to our conversation yesterday where you're talking about how long do you wait before just dropping the kid off and that's the part that like some of these families, I mean, they, that, that that's not an option for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of them too, you would want, you would want your kid to like get in the routine of this is how it works. But like, you almost have to just drop them off at school the first four or five days before letting them get on the bus. Um, yeah. I mean, if, if I can't even imagine what I would be feeling if it was nine fifty at night and my kid wasn't home, like I, I would probably be losing my mind. I mean, I'd be in my vehicle probably tracking down where that bus was and being like, you're get what, I mean, I probably would have done that long before then, but I just can't imagine. It's almost unthinkable that they like, you wonder if it borders on criminal almost that you you don't think, you don't think their intentions were to keep kids away from home for that. Right. Right. My God, what a nightmare that would be. That is weird that we were talking about that yesterday. And it's mostly elementary school kids. So Jeez, a lot of them don't have phones to tell mom and dad, I'm all right. I'm okay. I mean, I can't. The horror stories from yesterday, every time yeah. I see one, they, they keep just seemingly getting worse. Yeah. Did you see like kids were getting dropped off at the wrong location and having to like cross busy roads where there weren't crosswalks? Did you? It's wild. I mean, it really is wild stuff. It's it's lucky that everybody got home safely, it sounds like. All things considered, this could have been like it's good they're taking these days off. You wish they would have given the parents more of a heads up today, but it just almost sounds like you're waiting for something horrible to happen with all this stuff. I mean, if you're so unorganized yeah. that people aren't getting home till 10 p.m., some people were out like you know gone for 15 hours. It's just wild, I man. It's just wild. So mm, yeah. Let's hope they figure it out. Fingers crossed. We're going to talk sports. There's a lot to get to. We've got a jam-packed Thornton's text line, too. We may just come back and and maybe hit on one or two we'll things. Let's some off. Do, do text, yeah, because we're going to have Corey Price on. That's going to chew up some time. We're very excited for the trivia segment with Corey. Nobody knows more about the history of U.K. athletics than Corey Price. We'll come back. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Roll TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Jason Kale. I ain't got a dime, but what I got is mine. I ain't rich, but Lord, I'm free. Amarillo by morning, Amarillo is where I'll be. Amarillo by morning, Amarillo is where I'll be. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Uh, they're in, like, they have that Charlotte market. That's where the SEC network is. Um, and it's one of the biggest cities in the South outside of Atlanta. So. What was that, Ralph? 
One of the biggest cities in the South. North Carolina. I thought North Carolina was a state. Uh, people forget that. Potentially a future uh, SEC member, North Carolina, for what it's worth. You can take that to the bank, Roush. Welcome back. Kentucky get to Roll the bank. Let's get to the Thornton's text line. Instead of starting your day sitting at the bus stop, start it at Thornton's. The best place, the freshest food to fuel you for your busy jam-packed day, whether you're going to get a hot breakfast sandwich, like a sausage biscuit or a spicy chicken sandwich, uh, or a donut or just coffee. Drinks, they've got it all. The best way to start your day, download the Refreshing Rewards app. Before you go, Thornton's, it's the best. They sponsor our text line. It's at 502-414-1450 is the number. Um, I just wanted to follow up by saying uh, I appreciate the person who's getting married on the Tennessee game. Uh, immediately texting. We couldn't get you on the show, but as we're wrapping up, he just texted back in and said, I'm the worst. I know. Suck it to me. Respect, respect, texture, respect. It's good to be uh, self-aware. Yeah. yeah, I was, I was on mute there. Uh, self-awareness goes a long way, texture. And I, 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 Roush and I have planned weddings, scoot someday in the near future. It's not all you, so I'm <laughs> sure maybe the the other half uh, maybe pick that date or pick the time of year. And but you know, just for future future reference, no fall weddings. Or a Friday yeah. fall wedding. Plenty of time nothing, in the spring. Nothing wrong with a Friday fall wedding either. I like a good Friday wedding, regardless of the time of year. Especially if it's not, um, if you're not bringing in a large out-of-town contingency. Then I, I, I get where that could be. Yeah, I get what you're difficult. saying. I get what you're saying. And I, I, my preference would be Saturday, but I don't, nothing wrong with a good Friday wedding. I've never been to a Sunday wedding, though. Man, I know... I have a friend who's been to multiple recently, and I just don't know how. Like, one of them was in Florida, too, and it's like, I think they're they're giving you a hint. It's that they don't want you to come. Mm, <laughs> like, Yeah. I went to a Sunday wedding here in the last year or so. Was how it was fun? it? Eh, no, it wasn't fun. Very boring. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been to a destination wedding. I think I've only been invited to one, but but did not go to it. And definitely never been to a midweek wedding, but I know the destination weddings are pretty fun because like you're just going on vacation with your friends, and then one day you get together for a party. It's not, it's kind of you know, it's different. Not really like a wedding, just a big vacation. Yeah, I've been obviously to out of town weddings, but not where it's out of town for for everybody, you know. Right. Are we gonna get an invite to this wedding, Texter? Obviously, we're not gonna go to it, but are we at least gonna get the invite? <laughs> <laughs> um, one texter says the roll call boys will help get you through even the crappiest of mornings and somebody's got a flat tire well hopefully you got the podcast ready to help you get through the day maybe a stop at thorns oh man that's a bummer stop. texter I, i'm glad that we were able to provide a little little bit of joy maybe on on a crappy morning but yeah that's that stinks um do you know how to change a tire texter i certainly would not know how to do it I think I could figure it out or watch a video to do it, but I'm not, I, I wouldn't mess with it. The last time I changed a tire, um, it was, it was very much a, um, I just gotten out of a relationship of a girl who would, uh, 
make fun of me for not knowing how to do stuff like that. So I was like, by God, I'm changing this damn tire. Well, I changed the tire, and then um, it was a little dark out. Couldn't see very well on I-64. Uh, the tire was dry rotted and just almost immediately uh, burst. So, uh, yeah, that was fun. Uh, I ended up having to call AAA anyway. Yeah, I've definitely had flat tires before, but one time I was driving my dad's car right when I had turned 16 and got like ran. It was a rainy day. I was on Eastern Parkway and there was a puddle. It was a pothole, but it was covered in a puddle. It was dark. You couldn't see it and just blew out two tires on the right side of his car. That was cool. Yeah. I bet. That was not a phone. That was not a fun phone call. He was really nice about it. He understood, but it was just like. Oh, also, I'm going to need somebody to come pick me up. Uh, text from Thornton's Texan says, I hate having to caveat everything with they need to prove it, etc. Having the number one pick in lots of first rounders is good, period. And uh, oh, man. this is in <laughs> reference to the basketball cats. Yeah, and the, the next texter says, no, it was UNC who was given the A-plus offseason grade. I figured as much. I don't think... You know, you would text that in randomly regarding Kansas. But that being said, Field of 68, Jeff Goodman ho- hosted a Twitter space yesterday. I-, I was too busy, so I didn't see it. I don't know if I would have hopped in or not. But Jeff's just, it, it, you don't, you don't, you almost don't want to feed into it. But then again, here we are talking about it, and we may play an audio clip about it. But it is just wild how little they know. Like, if they're this wrong about Kentucky Roush, the thing that it makes me think is how can I trust them talking about? any team oh like if they if they can be this wrong about uk why do why am i going to trust them when they're talking providence and what this new you know what what kim english is going to do there like i can't i can't trust you because you don't know what you're talking about with uk that's that's the they're very much in you don't know ball category and uh, a <laughs> clip that you had earlier some of it i'm like well it kind of sounds like fanta is just uh playing out this scenario like he's just kind of you know, feeding into Goodman's like he's he's playing the game with him sort of deal where he's like, well, if this is the case and if this is the case, then they're not going to figure it out till January. But it's like you all know that Antonio Reeves is a great three point shooter and you're just dismissing it. It's it's um, it's like when you get into arguments with Kentucky fans over their non-conference schedule and they're like, well, it's not good. And then you mention all the teams they play and then they're like, but let's not count those because they're not a neutral side. It's like, well, you can't, you can't not count those. Like you, you just can't. Like you can't play that game. Antonio Reeves is a very good three point shooter, and he's not the only one. There's other three point shooters that aren't as reliable. The thing to me that is definitely in the you don't know ball, acting like Kentucky doesn't have a point guard is the most wrong thing in the history of wrong takes. Why aren't they talking about the front court? Like that's like bona fide idiocy. Like that. That's the point where it's just like. I don't know how anybody can listen to them speak a word of college basketball ever again because not only do they have DJ Wagner as their point guard, Dylan Cam and Reed Shepard, they're, they're freshmen too. Those guys aren't slouches. Uh, remember when Antonio Reeves had to play point guard last year? He had 37 points and beat the hell out of Arkansas. <laughs> like they're, they're fine at point guard. It's the front court where they've got all these seven-footers with broken feet. That's the problem. You lost Oscar Shibway. Like, that's the easy take. You just lost a national player of the year that was the best rebounder in college basketball in 40 years. Why isn't that the take? I don't – like, they really don't know ball. I mean, it is – and it's and it's sad. It It's sad because they've got the infrastructure 
to be the best college basketball outlet out there, and they just don't know a damn thing about the sport. That was a beautiful rant, and I really couldn't say it better, any better myself. Scooch, can you play the the clip that I that I had sent you? This is Jeff Goodman had a really dumb tirade, but it was a little more all over the place. But Fanta here kind of sums it up in 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 the in the dumbness of it all. So here, and, and I, again, I like I I'm starting to just go another way with Fanta. I do like his enthusiasm. I like him. He seems fun, and he has a good attitude about all of this. But gosh, this is just—it's just bad. It's just not good. Here's the here's the clip. Like those two by themselves could have beaten that Canadian team. You know, Jeff, you're asking two questions here with Kentucky. The the one question is, who's their point guard? Do they have a point guard? And the second question that's been asked is, do they have enough perimeter shot making? We know that the teams are going to play Antonio Reeves to hit shots. They're going to try to, to, to run him off the line. And I think when you ask those two questions, you just ask point guard play and perimeter shooting. If those are the top two questions you're asking, even if you've got answers, where I worry is it could take you until January or February to fully figure it out. And it's not like your slate's forgiving to go through those types of things. And last year, they, they found a way to click. They actually found a way to click through some injuries that happened and kind of forced Cal into the five that he played. And make no mistake about it, Marquise Noel ripped Kentucky's hearts out. I mean, Kentucky was that close to making a Sweet 16. But they- What an idiot. <laughs> Sometimes we can't hear the audio clip, so we give – Scoots is supposed to give, like, a cue that it's over. That was Scoots' cue. The, the, what an idiot. Uh, <laughs> aggressive. I love it. But it, it, it is just like, it, it's almost like you can hear Fanta not even believing the stuff that he's saying. Because when, you're, when you throw in a caveat that even if they do figure it out, it may be too late. Too late for what? You think that this Kentucky team with multiple first rounders, maybe a number one pick, is going to be so bad in the out of conference that it's going to be too late to, to get into the tournament? If they don't click till January or February, Roush, sign me up because that sounds like they're clicking right before the right time, right? Like they're they're you know if that's if they click in January or February, I would call that a successful season. And he tries to throw it in there like even if they do, it's such a brutal non-conference slate. Then oh no, they may be the 2014 UK team. Oh, uh, what when did UConn figure it out last year? And they're what four game losing streak in January. No, they did in February, and then they just steamrolled everybody through the month of March. Like, I and, and I, I think again, like, oh, go ahead. Sorry, I was just gonna say, like, I get like it can be hard to have takes year round. Do like it, it can be tough, but like, gosh, what are you? You're just this is all so misplaced and so lazy. It's wild. And then Jeff Goodman does his like. I mean, really, it was funny listening to that, going back and watching some of the replay of, of their. He was almost like going through his direct message talking points to that KRC listener. If you didn't hear yesterday's show, a KRC listener sent in direct message exchange that he had with Jeff Goodman, and it was embarrassing. <laughs> like it was like just like ch- almost childish back and forth. Like you're a clown, no, you're a clown. 
but he almost went through some of the same talking points about can anybody out there name one player in the global gym? Well, Jeff, I know you don't because you don't do your homework and you don't know anything about college basketball. So the fact that you can't name anybody in that global gym is not totally indicative to the rest of the college basketball world. And even that being said, it, not a ton of star power in the global gym, but it was a that Canada team, Roush, was a group of mid-major players, mid-major, so yes, we took that into consideration when Kentucky was playing. Nobody's acting like it was necessarily anything more than that. But mid-major players that were some of the leading scorers on their team, and I think the majority of those teams weren't good teams, so if you want to play into that a little bit more, you're more than welcome to, but some of them were solid. And you have some of the leading scorers on mid-major teams. It wasn't a group of just, like, nobodies that had never played basketball before. L in one of their Bahamas tours, a player showed up at halftime because he couldn't get off work soon enough. Like, it wasn't that type of level of competition. But, no, it wasn't the best competition in the world, and nobody was really acting like it was. It was just, whoa, this U.K. team looks a little further along than we thought. We like the makeup of the group. And these goobers' takeaway is that they don't have a point guard and that shooting is going to be a major concern. Shooting could be. I think this team will have some off-shooting nights, and most of that will probably be dependent that if Antonio Reeves has an off night, I think there's enough guys that can make outside shots, but it probably will be indicative to the entire team that it's just going to be maybe a poor shooting night. And those can happen. But point guard play is the dumbest thing in the world to worry about. Roush, you said it perfectly. There yeah. are... About the team. It's defense and it's the interior. And the yeah, interior is yeah. just a big old question mark. We like the pieces, but the pieces aren't <laughs> healthy. And even when the pieces are healthy, we're not 100% sure how it's going to look. But there were times the defense wasn't all that great at Global Jam. I think it maybe gets overblown a little bit. I, I think that it was good, but it wasn't great. And at times it was bad. Yeah, it's just fine. Those, yeah. Like you can do that. You can be like, "Hey, how are these freshmen going to defend?" We know Wagner can get to the basket. We know, and Rob Dillingham, by the way, we may get to this an hour or two. We may not. He's really impressive. Well, that, at Nike I, school I mean, I would just add that now. Like you wanted to talk while they're talking about how bad Kentucky's point guards are. Jonathan Javoni is tweeting out highlights of how good Rob Dillingham is. Their UK's backup point guards guard. is. And I, yeah, it wasn't exactly. too long ago that like Jeff Goodman was very concerned about them playing together because they both had to have the ball in their hands. And you don't <laughs> have to, I mean, it's just wild stuff, Roush. Like, you don't yeah, have to it's just hard to have the ball in your hands. There are non-point guard players that need to have the ball in their hands. But who has the ball in their hands the majority of the time? So if you're going to phrase a, an argument as, well, I don't know if they can play together because both of them need the ball in their hand. Hey, Jeff, they need the ball in their hand because they're point guards. They're point, they are point guards. They lead the offense. And this idea that DJ Wagner all of a sudden isn't a point guard, maybe it'll work out, Roush, where like you need to, you know, you need Dillingham on the court. So you move and, and Wagner's more versatile. So I think there are going to be times this season that DJ Wagner is not playing quote unquote point guard. But this idea that like he's an uncertainty with the ball in his hands. When? Where did this come about? Why is it only the field of 68 guys talking about this and not anybody else in the world? They're just, I, they, they don't know ball, Roush. They don't know ball. So th that leads me to this. Can I make a KRC uh, a proposition? Because I, I, I know the, the text line, you know, it, we've, we've had this previously where like something happens on a Monday, we end up talking about it all week, and then it, it steals a lot of the show. Um, can I make a proposition that after Friday, we just never talk about them again? Because I, I really like, it's only just like, 
giving their stupid arguments a little bit of legs. I, I feel like the less attention we give them, the better. Possibly, but it is summer. I do, I, w- I do like to think once we get in the swing of things, we won't give them as much time. And uh, hopefully UK just rocks and rolls this season and we can just mock them and have a, a blast with that all season. But yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know. Because they, they I, do have a is, big platform. Like, they do have a big platform, so when they say Yeah, stuff, but they're losers, though, TJ. Like, ESPN, like, there's, there's... Clay Travis has a big platform, but I don't know what he says because I don't pay attention to it. That's how... I mean, that's how bad they are now. Like, I'm at... Like, I'll follow Doss. I'll, I'll keep following him on Twitter, but, like, uh, you know, when, when people get all fired up over stuff, like, I just... I will, I don't listen to it. Like, I can't because it's just... They're that bad. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're right, but that being said, like, when... Clay Travis wet his diaper about the woman kicker at Vanderbilt. We did talk about that. You know, like when they when people That's say true. things yeah. that are silly or ridiculous, it is, I think, appropriate on a sports radio show to talk about it. All that being said, though, Rush, you're 100% right. Like, I don't want to draw more attention to just <laughs> lunacy. Um, but yeah, but yeah. It, it's just that was another sample size of it. Like, but I'm glad. I'm glad that we can just combat that if you're talking, if you're concerned about UK's guards and outside shooting with Antonio Reeves being one of the best returning shooters in college basketball, you're, you just don't know ball. And let's maybe end mm-hmm. our one here. We'll come back with the daily double break, and then we're going to have Corey Price joining us for UK Trivia Thursdays. That's hopefully going to be the start of a segment that we have for a very, very long time here on Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. We'll be back after this. Welcome back for Hour 2 of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call. Roll Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 on AM. Both sides of the dial, and you can listen to Kentucky Roll Call anywhere you get your podcasts. Just search for Kentucky Roll Call Streaming Live. I like to use the TuneIn streaming app. You can listen to the show live there. And a replay of Kentucky Roll Call goes from 9 to 11 in those same exact places that you're listening. So a lot of great content on the Big X Sports Radio. Listen all day. The Hoosier Report from 11 to noon. Spears on Sports, noon to 1. And then you get the Mike Rutherford Show three to six. If you don't have lunch plans today, how about Salsaritas? You hear us talk about it every day. Check it out if you haven't. It's time. Enough time has passed. You need to go check out their wildly addictive chips. They're hot and spicy salsa. Scoots is right. The seasoning on the chips is what makes them. Also do like how thin they are. That's also really delicious as well. Uh, And Scoots says a little inside baseball. You can ask for extra seasoning and they will oblige. Uh, But no promises there. Maybe it's just Scoots charm that 
gets him the extra seasoning. Actually, Who's to say? I've I've never gotten the extra seasoning. I've always gotten salsaritas with a coworker who is a female, and she's always been the one to get the seasoning. So maybe it's okay. a male female thing. We don't need. No, we, it's not. It's they're they're <laughs> generous people, Scoots. Just ask for a little extra. Yeah. Why, why do you got to be so shy? Why, why are we ruining? Why are we ruining ad reads, Scoots? Yeah. Come on. It's like, what the hell? I've, I've just gotten used to ruining everything. Ruined my bank account yesterday. Ruin ad reads today. Ruining scooters. <laughs> um, greater Indianapolis area. Download that Salsaritas app. It'll save you time and money each and every. Well, it won't save you money each and every time you go. But you build towards a free entree, which is always nice. So that, that's good. Um, but they do give away like free chips or you know buy one get ones. They have special offers on their app as well. So check it out. Salsaritas, deliciously different. Scoot, huh? I was going to ask Scoots what was the I'm the jerk, but we maybe have too much to get to today. Uh, actually, no, yeah, we uh, can't. We can't do that. There today. was actually no Rutherford yesterday, so mm, we had bats right, right in the middle of it. They were they were doing mm, the bats. Okay, yeah. uh, what do we got? Let's get a, no, a couple more texts before we have Corey Price on. Let's do it. Do a little trivia Thursday. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is the number. Um, another texture says, uh, "So are all these schools going to travel on electric buses? Can't fly that many times across the country because you know climate change." Also, is Scoots asking about Duke Sushas so he can have Will Man's hand me downs? Precise. <laughs> that is precisely why I, why I was asking. Yes. It, I mean, uh, I hope we're still all doing radio together the day that Duke's taller than Scoots. I mean, so we have to do radio together for another seven months. I think we can do that. <laughs> It'd probably be about, like, what, six years probably? No shot. There's no shot it takes him six years to catch me. I know eight-year-olds taller how t- than me. How tall are you? I'm five foot five. Yeah, he could get there by fourth grade, so ten probably. Seven years, really? Yeah. I bet it's sooner yeah, than that. Five five, five five is about a nine ten year olds. We're gonna have one yeah. of the longest over under bets in the history of radio. <laughs> over under seven year over under seven years until Duke's taller than Scoots. Under for me, no question. Oh man. Uh, Texture on says, the How dumb is Brett McMurphy to rank Louisville in football number sixteen? It it is it's not it's you know similar to the field of sixty eight guys. Everybody's entitled to their own opinions, but it doesn't mean they're they're good. Uh, and in the in the takes business, we got to call them out when we see it. Ranking U of L football number sixteen is a silly thing to do at this point in time. Yeah, but you know, early polls are silly. Um, and if you were to maybe say this is what I my preseason poll is how I think the season's going to end. Okay, maybe I you know I could buy that. That they could be there eventually, but like what the long and story and the long and short of it is, is like Brett likes Jeff. It's pretty clear. <laughs> like it's not like the media. You'll you'll never believe this, TJ. But folks in media, they will play favorites. Shocking, yes. I know, right? Yes, I think we got into that with the uh, the Bill Self stuff earlier in the week. So that that's just kind of the way the game works. But guess what? It, it's meaningless. Just one person's opinion. I don't think you. I, I don't. I, I don't even know how you'd get to U of L at sixteen. Like I, I don't know if you just like. Is that strictly just because he thinks Brahm is such a genius football mind that he can make? But like you can't fall. You can't be in love with Plummer because Brahm's not even in love with Plummer. 
Like you can't yeah, be you, in love with U of L's quarterback if the head coach isn't in love with their quarterback. Maybe you like. Well, you do it with the schedule. It's well, the sure, schedule. sure. Yeah. But I guess you know you're not ranking teams based on. Well, I don't know. I don't know what his what his criteria is. Another texter says, "Drink every time TJ says folks." Hey, it's an all inclusive word, and yeah, that's a good game if you're trying to probably get hammered. That's what we needed. Uh, we needed. Jeff Probst, instead of say, come on in, guys, or come on in, should be, come on in, folks. Hey, folks. We oh, love yeah, hard folks. Stupid. Does it bother you that I say guy? Oh, man. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just, I love the thought of uh, Jeff Probst. Like, I, has he ever said folks in his entire life? I think so. Maybe I would twice? bet on yes. I bet he could make that, you know, it's it's a fun word to say too. I, I bet that's the, yeah, I bet that's a big part of his vernacular. No, yeah, no, but he's Southern California. They don't that's not a folks area. Nah, true. A, te- a texter says, You guys mentioned Mincy yesterday. Is there something wrong with that guy? I mean, genuinely cannot figure out what his bit is supposed to be. <laughs> For what it's worth, I also don't really know what his bit is. I think his bit is he's just like Mr. Average Joe. No, no, but he's not average Joe. He's like he's a Looney Tune. Yeah, that, that, like, and that's like, what a lot like of the people. He's the over cartoon there are. average Joe. Yes, yes, yes. Which you know, I I mostly just follow these guys on Twitter. I'm not like watching streams of them bowling or anything. Um, but was very amused that on his first day back at work, somebody stole his shoes while he got rented his bowling shoes, and they put him in the. They put it in the crane machine and he had to fish them out like it was Dwight Schrute with the coins in the vending machine. <laughs> oh, you better not let our good friend James Shrevel hear about that. He won't like that type of bowling. Oh, man. So funny. <laughs> Did he get him out? Uh, I don't know. I didn't really follow up. Didn't care to. Well, it's one of those things. The joke is great when you just you, you, you see it on its surface. You don't need to follow up. Let it linger. I don't think anybody would consider us barstool bros and rightfully so, but I, I, I like some of the stuff they have. I probably don't love the majority of the stuff that they have, but it is just undoubtedly cool that they just had a bowling tournament for their employees. Like that's fun. Yeah. I just wonder who watches all this stuff. Like I'm that's not going to watch question too. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's a, they have a large audience of people who watch them like golf and bowl. And it's like, you know, maybe I would like when they had the coverage of the Corn Ferry. So like I'll or like even when they did their bowl game, that turned out well for them. That game went in overtime. Like I'm all for listening to their commentary to watch people play sports, but I don't want to watch them play sports. Yeah, there's why? Like I don't. Yeah. yeah. A, t- a texter on the Thornton text line says. South and Josh here. You guys can come to my wedding next September. Scooch, I'll save you a seat at the kids' table. LOL. Just kidding. Best table to be at. South and Josh was uh, chatting with him. He's he's right around the corner from me. Oh, uh, nice. Is he on the library yeah. route? Uh, no, no, a little bit far. It's he's in between uh, where I'm at and my parents on Dixie Highway. So gotcha. Like, but it's it's not too not too far away. Stones throw. South and Josh, a September wedding. A hey, Brute? Seriously. Ian, you're doing this a year in advance? You couldn't pick the spring or the summer? 
And, you know, Josh, not to just kind of crap all over your most important special day, but it can get hot in September. It's true. Not only could you be making people miss football, but that you can be making them miss football just to sweat. Mm. Mm. It doesn't it doesn't sweat in August. Yep, that's true. Very cool and nice in August. That's why they call it the dog days of summer. Dogs love the outside so much. Yep, yep. Scoots, you want to call uh, text- Corey Price for us while we read this text? I, hey, I know how to do my job, and it's not my first day. I'm getting ready to pick up the phone. Okay, pal? I'll let you know when he's on. Boy, you are feisty. Listen, I wasn't the <laughs> one that was taking your money in blackjack yesterday. It wasn't TJ. I'm your friend. <laughs> I'm your buddy. I'm just saying, I may, not, I may not know how to gamble, but I know how to do my producer job. So. It's misplaced anger. It was just a heads up. <laughs> Sometimes you go and take mega dumps during the show, so I just wanted to make sure. That's true. I got you. I'm just One, hold, hold tight. Do that. He'll sometimes slip away to take a quick tinkle, and that's Scoot's bathroom history. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is the Thornton's text line. It's a nice way to bring on Corey Price too, talking about Scoot's going to the bathroom rush. Oh yeah. Uh, Field of 68 is doing one of their spaces again. Fane is going off about Kentucky's like a point guard play. It's fascinating. Granted, it did stem off Goodman's rant about point guards again. But Fanta just went along with it and said that, like, oh yeah, you're 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 spot on about that. And they may not even click until February. <sighs> oh no, a team of young freshmen not getting better until later in the season. Stop the press. <laughs> Another texter says, TJ Yadingus, if I go to the Champions Classic or CBS Sports Classic, your ticket is good for both sessions. Same seats. I knew I know you knew that. Of course I know that. If it if it sounded any different yesterday, I think I was saying Roush was saying if you're the later game, you can take seats when people leave. And I'm just saying if you're the early game, you can sometimes sit in seats before people get there. Yeah, so, we're talking okay. about not sitting in your ticketed seats. We're talking about buying nosebleeds and then moving down to like row fifteen. But yes, for the CBS Sports Classic and the Champions Classic, you get to go to to both a game. So you'll get Ohio State UCLA for the CBS Sports Classic when UK plays UNC down in Atlanta in December. And then you'll get Michigan State Duke, which will be a top five matchup to start the season in Chicago in November when UK plays Kansas. So yes, we know that you get ticketed for all of that. Hey. I think Corey Price is on the phone, TJ. Are we ready to get stumped by some trivia? I think we are. Uh, you know, Scooch sending text messages, not letting us know that he was on. I thought you were going to send it in the thread. I'm just giving no, you a hard yeah. time. I'm just giving you a hard yeah. time, Scooch. But we do have Corey Price on, and he is the statistician for UK Athletics. Uh, he works for their athletic PR and communication. I promise you, if you're not following Corey on Twitter, you need to immediately do so at Corey P08 on Twitter. Corey, how are you? I'm doing great, TJ and Nick, and uh, thanks for having me on. And I think, like I said prior in the show, uh, hopefully we can do this for, for uh, a while. I hope so, too. I think it's going to be a fun segment. Uh, I know you're at work, so we really, really appreciate your time and also the time it takes to come up with that trivia question. Although, Roush, I would imagine Corey can probably just pull some from the back of his brain. It seems like he knows so much. Exactly. It's astonishing to watch Corey at work. Uh, excited to see him at Crowfield this fall and excited to prove that we, we do know our stuff in this little trivia. So I'm, I'm ready to get rolling. Corey, real quick, 
Mm. What, Roush, are we like working together on this? Are we working against one another? What do we want the parameters to be here? Um, I'm, I'm fine to work against each other. Okay. Sure. That that's, that's fine. That's fine. That works. And, uh, Corey, one question before the trivia. You're, yep. uh, one thing I like about your Twitter account is when you post the old pictures of people. And I think you said yep. you went through Ancestry to do that. Is that accurate? Uh, yes. So, uh, uh, Ancestry.com has a, a uh, high school year, yearbook uh, uh, ar uh, ar archive. And I think also uh, new Newsers.com has an archive. So I use both of those. I go back and forth and just try and find what whatever I uh, can find on you know any one of the, you know of importance that day. I guess uh, you're you're better at it than than I. I've tried to f use the Ancestry website to do something similar, not on Twitter. That's your thing, but and like for for family members, they get a kick out of it. Yep. But I you you find them for everybody, and it seems like the hardest thing in the world for me to just find any of them. So maybe someday you can teach me your ways. But always enjoy that. Sure. You find some of the funniest pictures. Thank you for that appreciate it Corey. what what is our trivia thursday trivia question today okay so uh last friday uh stone saunders a qb from pennsylvania uh, he announced that he's going to play his college football at uh, uh uk uh 2025 i believe so since world war ii uk has had four different qbs from the state of Pennsylvania, lead the team in passing yards for at least one season. I was wondering if y'all could name uh, any of those four. TJ, I think we're going to have to work together. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can name one. I, I think I think I know one of them. That's kind of uh, shocking okay. that there's four. I wouldn't. I mean, I, I would think. Well, yeah. because here's the other thing too. I actually I think I know two because I believe. The OG, this was Bear Bryant's thing, is he recruited the Rust Belt. I think the OG correct, is the, the early goat, Babe Perilli. Is that correct? Bingo, that is one of uh, the four, Nick. You got it. Yeah. Yep. So we got one. But yeah, that was Bear Bryant. He he was a big Rust Belt right. recruiter back in the day. Yep, he was. Um, now, from there, it might be tough because uh, I don't know about you, TJ. I don't think any of the recent like in our lifetimes, have been from Pennsylvania. No, no. I, I don't. I no, mean, like, I, I'm pretty sure Dusty Bonner was from the South. I don't think – like, I'm yeah, just trying to yeah. think of even quarterbacks I can just name but being born. Heartline. I mean, Heartline. <laughs> um, uh, so, my other uh, guess was to go back to the 80s because I don't think he was a Kentuckian. But I, I, I get him and Derek Ramsey. I know one of them is from Kentucky and one of them is not. Is Bill Ransdell another one? Uh, no, Bill Ransdell is from Kentucky. So he is, is and then Ramsey was n not there. Uh, now he works. Uh, yeah, yeah uh, Ramsey, I think, is originally from Florida. Okay, yeah. Well, I, I don't know if we're going to be able to get any of the other three. Corey stumped us on day one. <laughs> I, will, I will give you two hints. There is one more QB from the Bear Bryant era, and all four are before we, we were born. So there's, there's that. Well, at least um, makes me not feel silly for like not just missing an obvious one, so that's good. Yeah. Uh, I just don't know if I can name another Bear Bryant quarterback. 
Uh, I could tell you, uh, Randy Jenkins. Is that a? Is that a? Uh, no, uh, I believe Randy is also from Kentucky. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I, I can't. Can you name another Bear Bryant quarterback, TJ? No, I certainly cannot. Well, this this well, other Bear this other Bear Bryant QB played in the NFL for a really really long time. And he's in the Hall, oh, hall, hall of Fame. Oh. George Blanda. Yeah, we should have been throwing that out there. Ah, not having the idea he was from Pennsylvania. Yeah, that was bad. Ah, that was bad. That was, that was bad. We, we, we messed up on that one. Yep. Who, who, was, who else were we missing, Corey? Uh, Jerry Eidemann, who led the team in passing in 1958, and Dave Bear, who led the team in passing in 1967. So it's Hopefully been a while since we've had a QB line. Yep. Okay. Okay. So well, Stone, if Stone, Stone Saunders is as good as uh, if he's as good as Blanda and Babe, I think uh, I think the Cats are in good company. I think the Cats uh, are in good company. Absolutely. Yep, for sure. Okay, well, uh, that was a good one, Corey. I, I told Corey maybe just get two just in case one goes quickly, but that was that was a good one. So maybe save that other one for for next week. Um, but that was fun, even though Roush, we got our butts butts kicked. We don't we don't know the 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 early days UK football. That's really not even the early days because UK football haven't they been playing SEC football or haven't they been playing football longer than anybody in the SEC, Corey? Or am I making that? Uh, up? I think so. I think the first season was eighteen eighty one. I think so. I think you're right. Yeah. So that's correct. I guess not yeah. not the early days necessarily, but certainly the early days for us, long before we were around. But hopefully, like Roush said, Stone Saunders is in some of the same. Hopefully he leads UK in passing one day um, yes. down, down the so. road. Okay, Corey, thank you for your time. We'll talk to you next no Thursday. Yeah, yeah, of course, yes. All right, Corey Price, we appreciate it. Trivia Thursday, we are 0-1, and, and Roush, it was nice to work together. It did not amount to anything. I was, I was worthless on that question, so I apologize. I'm, I'm mad we didn't get Blanda, but I just, you know, I, for whatever, I guess because – during his time at UK, he like I don't, I I don't, I don't know, I don't know why. The, the, I'm I'm disappointed in myself on that one for not knowing like oh he started for Bear Bryant because I I just always think of him as the kicker in the NFL and not necessarily the Kentucky quarterback. Hmm. I don't really think of him much in any capacity do, either way. I well when they had the Hall of Fame game last week, I was looking up Kentucky's Hall of Famers. Do we know how – Scoots, you can answer this one too. How old was George Blanda when he retired from the NFL? 43. TJ? 40, 46. 48. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Pretty crazy. That's nuts. Yeah, that's wild. Well, that was fun. I look forward to that. If Corey and Corey can do whatever trivia questions he wants, it's, it's, fun. it's fun to stump us. But if it's going to be before 1990, I will probably have a tougher time with it. Not impossible that no. I'll get, a, get them wrong. Um, football especially will be tougher for me. Basketball, little maybe a little easier, but also tough. So, um, but that's fine. He can he can go any route he wants. That was a good one too. Just like you know the name name the four. But I was worthless. Mm-hmm. So, well, we'll we'll pick it up. We'll pick it up. Uh, you know, it's preseason for us too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's get to more text on the Thornton text line, 502-414-1450. A texter on the Thornton's text line says, this is Joe from Nicholasville. Hey, Joe. Hope everything in Nicholasville is going well this morning. What are your thoughts on one top college football conference 
with the top 12 or 15 teams, then four super regional conferences with maybe the next 12 to 20 teams, and then several smaller regional conferences made up the rest of the college football playoffs of the championship and promotion playoffs and relegation playoffs. There will be recruiting and incentives for higher conferences, more meaning to both regular season and the playoffs. Same question for college basketball. I, I think it's fun. I'd love to kind of see it like out on paper. Uh, I would probably even be for it, Joe from Nicholasville. I like the way that you're thinking. It's just, as we all know, 0% chance of happening. Yeah, relegation uh, puts money at risk. So when when money's on the line, they aren't colleges aren't willing to gamble. Uh, and part of the reason why uh, part of the reason why relegation works overseas is because that's just always been an it's an institution over there. Same thing over here. Like it, it's we're kind of stuck in our own ways when it comes to how we organize our sports. And so um, the the conference realignment is the way that like well it's it's how we're adapting but we're still doing the same dumb system you know (laughs) it's it's slowly 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 happening well but to joe's point though it does almost feel like we're at a reckoning of a new era and you know we've said that maybe 10 years ago when you had texas a&m join the sec and when the bcs went away people probably said that and when the expanded college football playoff happens people are are going to say that but with all the conference shifting I, you know, I don't think that necessarily anything's quote unquote blown up, but some of the, the doom and gloomers think that like this is going to be the end of college sports as we know it. If that ends up being a reality, I do think it'd be fun to get creative with that stuff. If, if you got like a major TV partner to say like, yeah, I'll, you know, the these rights are going to go to this championship conference. And then these rights and this cut of the pool is going to go to the to the first tier and then the second tier and the third tier. Like you could make it work, but it's just never going to happen. No, no, not going to. You know, schools would have to still do their own fundraising, and you'd like want to fundraise to try to move up a tier and whatnot. But I think the issue would be you'd get some that just would stay in that chant. But I guess that's the thing that happens in soccer, though, and that happens in Europe. I think you just get like Alabama would never move off that first tier. And if you're just giving them more money to separate themselves from other schools, which is already happening, but they're they're never gonna, you know, the idea of relegation would probably be relegation only among like four teams for the most part. But I guess bad seasons can happen. So I'm all for it, Joe from Nicholasville. I like the way your brain works, but it's just unfortunately it's dream weaving. Ooh, great song. I like that song. Is there a shopping cart painted on the football field? Me and a few people asked Nick about the shopping cart on 11 personnel yesterday, but they didn't address it. Why do our sponsors always make us look bad? Nick is sponsored by Kroger, so I doubt he'll say anything against it. Actually, uh, we're not sponsored by Kroger anymore, but uh, I also oh. don't like – that was – compared to the central bank stickers, it's so subtle. I, I mean – Company that pays for name on stadium puts logo on field. I'm yeah, I can't believe you're shocked by that. But you can say the same thing about central bank. Just because you have the right to put it on there doesn't mean it has to look bad while doing it. That being said, it doesn't really bother me. Like I, I would yeah. rather the shopping cart probably not be there if it's up to me. But Roush is right. It's not even in the same 
country stratosphere may not even yeah. be the same continent of ugliness as what they've got going on at Rupp Arena. So first things first, let's let's fix that thing at Rupp Arena. Let's give the shopping cart a year. And heck, maybe we'll even have fun with it. Maybe Devin Leary throws an important touchdown from the cart and we say he's got it in the bag or we come up with some fun saying that I can't think of right now, but give me some time and maybe we'll get to something else. Clean up on all five. <laughs> yeah, you get, yeah, you get, oh, J.J. Weaver just, you know, lights out on a quarterback on the shopping cart. Be fun. My, my big thing in general, it's just I don't understand companies feeling the need to re – because Kroger is redoing a bunch of uh, – like they've renovated a bunch of stores and they're putting that – like that's now a part of their logo. It's like what – the 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 big K and the big G were fine. I don't – I you know, I don't feel I – don't, I don't understand why you need to add the shopping cart thing too, but companies like to rebrand and I, I just don't – I don't think that's it's my, that big. Yeah. That's my biggest thing. It's not a big deal. I don't even think it looks horrible, but it's just like yeah. I, I know if I go to Kroger that I'm going to probably have a shopping cart. Did you put a basket on the other side of the field? One has a shopping cart. One has a basket. Maybe next year they change out the shopping cart for like a little U-scan center or something like that. Uh, we get it. We know what Kroger has. The people that don't know what Kroger has, a shopping cart's not going to make them more enticed to go. Uh, so you don't need it. But that being said, it, it, it at least – fits with the rest of the field unlike the uh, the horrible central bank logo which is just a to complete yeah. and total disaster it's i wish the people that yeah. wet their diapers about checkerboards for five years would turn their attention to that logo so we could get some change and you Seriously. know what we're, you know if it's still there this year and central bank comes out with the tweet that says we can't help it, it. we can't do anything yeah. we're not accepting that this year central bank I don't know what we're 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 coming after you just because you're the only one that we can get to respond, unfortunately. So I um fix it. Make it better. I would, I would like Kroger Field to steer steer more into the Krogerness. We have all these new you talk about new concession items each year. I know they have a little snack station. Can we just basically make the concourse a giant Kroger? That's a great we, idea. And Kroger's you know, operate having well use cans. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, like even uh, you know, sometimes I complain because I like the personal touch of having a, a cashier there. But, you know, so sometimes I'll complain because there's not enough. But, man, right now, if you go into one and they've got – if they have two or more, that place is humming because of the use gains and everything. Let's get Kroger running concessions. Get a little, little simple truth action. Be nice. Be real right. nice. I'm, I'm, I'm down with that. Let's take our last commercial break. We'll come back. We will keep going at the Thornton's text line on a Thursday edition of KRC here on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. We'll Rose. be back after this. Beer just makes her turn up her nose and she can't stand a thought of sipping champagne. No quibble gold margaritas. Just ain't enough good burning tequila sheets. Something with a little more red and a little more pain. She's my little whiskey girl. She's my little whiskey girl. Roush implying nerds can't have sex, so he's telling us Duke was adopted. Oh, oh man. Welcome. To Kentucky Roll Call. What a good one. I just, Boom. Put him in a coffin. So now, He's whoever, dead. whoever that texture is, is now my new co-host. 
One final segment on your Thursday. Head on over to ShadyRays.com for the best polarized sunglasses. If you lose them, break them, or just want them sent to you again, Shady Rays is unique in the sense uh, that they have replacement pair promise. You pay just the smallest little fee. They send you your order like it's brand new again. They don't ask any questions. They don't, you don't need a story. Uh, it's super easy. I've done it. Every time I've actually bought Shady Rays, I've had them resend the order to me because why, why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I want the same sunglasses I have for just, you know, what, seven bucks, eight bucks, whatever that processing fee was. It's been a little while since I've gotten Shady Rays, but we'll have plenty more at the Big X Scramble. And also remember, when you're at Shady Rays, promo code Big X, 25% off. Super easy website to navigate. Great company. They send you the stuff. It's in cool boxes. And it's all it's all really nice at Shady Rays. And that's why we're going to have Shady Rays out at the Big X Kickoff Classic, the second annual. Elk Run, email bigxscramble at yahoo.com if you want to lock in your spot today. It is $40 per person, so that equals $160 per team, and we're going to have a blast out there. Uh, I was talking with the boss man about the winning prizes, or the prizes for the winning team. Very cool, very cool. We're going to have a lot of fun stuff out there. We'll have Shady Rays, we'll have t-shirts, we'll have koozies, we'll have a lot of fun stuff, so... September 1st out at Elk Run is when the action gets underway. And ShadyRays.com, you can get the action started right now for the best polarized sunglasses in all of Kentucky. All right, we've got more text to get to. Roush, any other quick hitters you want to you wanna go down? I think Scoots is mad at me. Oh, what? I am? mad at you. What did you do? What did I you do? He's been testy today. Uh, I mean, I'd... Well, he's a, he's a big loser. It's Game it, one, so. it, yeah. It has nothing to do with you. It's just it's how it is. <laughs> Turn that frown upside down. It's a new deck. Maybe I'll go back to the boat and win today. You could have. You, we could have just went golfing. You would have had a much better time. It's true, but you couldn't go that late. A texter says, "Or let's see. I'm trying to think. Uh, Leary was on fine bomb. This isn't a texter. This is just me. Leary was on yeah. fine bomb." That was cool. Yeah, he said some nice things. Um, Do we want to play it? I uh, are you gonna play it? That's why I was asking. Do you want to play? Do we want? I was, you know, I was just bringing it up, seeing if you. Yeah, I think it was interesting. We'll go ahead and play it. Why rip it? Why? Why not? Here we go. What's it been like having some some go to guys already? Yeah, it's been awesome. I mean, you can clearly see on the film just from last year, you know, got, having guys like Tavion Robinson, Barryon Brown, Dan Key. Um, even our tight end room ha- has a lot of experience in that room. And, you know, it's really cool to see what they put on film last year. But, you know, from the minute I got here, you know, I've challenged all those guys that this upcoming season, you know, every single time they step on the field, they need it. everyone needs to see a new, fully upgraded version of themselves. And, you know, those guys have taken on that challenge. And it's my job to continue to push them and just – remind them that there's always 1% better that they could be. You have some experience. What you just said there to me is the embodiment of a quarterback. I mean, the quarterback has to be different. Uh, you have to command respect. And sometimes it's a challenge when someone comes in from another program. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing it has not been a problem for you to uh, let everybody know who's in charge. Yeah, I mean, for me, the first and foremost, it was just, you know, earning the respect through my hard work. You know, I wasn't going to come in and act like anything was given to me. You know, I was going to put my head down, go to work, 
and really just, you know, build the relationships with my teammates here for them to understand that if any given point of the day that they need me or have any questions, that I'll be there for them. And, you know, I think that kind of just trickled throughout the whole summer and the spring with me being here and now being in fall camp. It's, you know, my job to just keep the foot on the gas and continue to push everyone that, you know, we can be much better than what we put on film last year. You know, if football doesn't work out for Devin Leary, this is my first time ever seeing him. I think he's got a spot in country music. He looks like a country music singer. What don't you need to know if he can sing or not? No, no I don't really. No, care. it's a, that's not a prerequisite to be a country music singer. <laughs> Hello. Well, one, one thing we do know about Devin Leary is he can sling it. Um, also, I I've. I'm just teasing this because we are releasing it later, but had a conversation with an NFL quarterback who was just like uh, blown away by Leary's arm strength. He's like, yeah, like we, we, we don't talk about it because I think Will Levis, we're used to seeing that guy launch the ball down the field. But this guy was like, yeah, he, he has a hose. And the direct quote was, um, you know, NC State had a lot of good quarterbacks, Russell Wilson, Philip Rivers, seen all of those guys throw, and none of them throw a football like Devin Leary. Jeez. So, yeah, yeah, pretty high praise. Did you all hear my sling it joke, or I didn't get any reaction back? Did I break yeah. up, maybe? It was okay. Just yeah, wasn't, wasn't as great as you thought it was in your head. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> might, might have sent a better written out, maybe. I think it was I think it was good. I think it was good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it. I'm going to do it again. I'm going to use it again someday. Uh Roush, that's in, that's insane, and I, I don't want I don't want to like take I do I do want to take this jump and I'm gonna take this jump, but if 24 seven has him in the ballpark of the 11th best quarterback, you know the margin for error that it could be it could be big, but you know let's just say like five spots or something like that. If you if you're really having Devin Leary on the outside of the top five or just you know inside the top ten or even in the conversation for a top ten quarterback. Do we ever get a little Heisman hype with this dude? Um, could like we? Why, yeah. Why not? Why not? Yeah, and I feel like some of the the good thing is TJ is that he's at least a known name. It's just like he was getting some preseason Heisman hype a year ago. So if he starts putting up some outstanding numbers in that month of September, he'll get on radars much quicker than normal Kentucky quarterback. Like, typically, you know, you would have to have some preseason. Remember all the media kits they put out? Like, uh, they did it for Dave Ragone. Um, I think they did some for Andre Woodson a little bit, too. Um, but the, you can at least generate that buzz a lot quicker because he's already a known name. He's just in a different place. And so, yeah, it's, it's possible to get that hype out there. Um, I just I don't know how much that will come to fruition. If Kentucky, you know, Kentucky again, he'll have a chance potentially to put up big numbers early on. Kentucky's going to rack up. Hopefully, they should a few easy wins to start the season, and then that Florida game. If UK beats Florida, moves to I guess at that point what five and zero. Oh, I don't think it's impossible if if he's as good as everybody's making him out to be. And I, there wasn't the same type of hype around Will Levis. Even going into year two, you were excited. Roush and I got in the dumbest argument about whether accuracy matters at these passing camps or doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. But like we were debating his skill level. There's not even so much debate with Devin Leary. Everybody's just like, this dude's amazing. 
and he's even taken it a step further. So why not? He's going to be playing one of the toughest schedules in the country. He's got two wide receivers that we're as excited about as we ever have been at UK football, or you know, maybe some people would point to C.V. Johnson, Keenan Burton. So why why isn't that getting like the slightest bit of buzz? No, he shouldn't be a Heisman favorite. No, he shouldn't probably be one of the top five Heisman favorites. But I would at least think he'd be on the Heisman radar. If he's this good, the, he absolutely should be. The one that would mean even more so than high. I mean, obviously it would mean more if he's a Heisman. But like the one that's more feasible is being SEC Offensive Player of the Year. That that one is within reach because there's not an obvious like there, there's not an obvious choice for that entering the preseason. Um, so like you could you could see a scenario how that could unfold. Um, just take 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 some big upsets and some big some big numbers, but uh, it's doable. It's doable. Speaking of quarterbacks, I did watch Hard Knocks last night. I miss. Is it tough as a Packers fan? Yeah, I miss him. I miss the guy. He's just so freaking good. He's just such a talented quarterback. And I do think like he's – I think he was hamming it up a little bit. But I do think he's like a, a nice guy. Like I think he's a pretty down-to-earth guy. And I think a lot of people, one, just kind of – I don't really – you know, his dating life, his family stuff. It's always been like this personal stuff that people have come to the conclusion that he's like difficult to work with or like a jerk or something like that. I've never really thought that following him for a long time, so I was kind of glad to see it. He was maybe hamming it up like slightly more, but he's supposedly a pretty funny dude, and you see that in Hard Knocks. But yeah, I think the Jets are going to be pretty good. I'm a, I'm a believer in the Jets after one episode of Hard Knocks, so I must be a pretty big sucker. Yep, pretty pretty big sucker. Uh, no doubt about that. <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time. So which, by the way, that's this is a good point to remind everybody that your homework for tonight is to watch the 2007 Kentucky LSU game. I I watched I got the first half last night and it was a blast. Um it's just I I didn't have, you know time constraints all that sort of stuff. Um but I I'll, I'll get the second half in the overtimes uh tonight. Very much looking forward to it. I've already got a ton of notes um on things that people forget that. And one of them already TJ was that I I used to scream so much at Paul Warford, and I I totally forgot that name. Like I, he's just one of those you just completely forget about. And man, the amount I used to bitch and moan about him because, and he wasn't Paul Warford wasn't that bad, but they wouldn't throw at Trevard Lindley, so people just threw. I mean, they threw at him all the time, and if he messed up once, like, damn it, Warford, come on! Like it just it was uh he was my pre Fred Tiller. I started it this morning. I didn't want to watch it too early just because I wanted it fresh in the brain for tomorrow's show. But Roush is right. Replay of UK LSU 2007. It's on YouTube. You can watch the whole game. But I, I did get it started this morning before the show. And first off, two timeouts in the first 30 seconds of the game. Oh, I'd, so funny. People had forgotten that. Yeah. And then secondly, this was the, the Sonic commercial with the two guys in the car. Oh. So Breeze that was in 2007, back. Roush. That well, they were around for so long, but yeah, I didn't think it, that started till like 2011, and then like ended what like 2017, and everybody thought those guys were around forever. There's a 2007 commercial with these guys. There's also a World uh, of Warcraft Toyota commercial. That 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 commercial's played way too much. I I watched the first one because I was hoping they were going to play the um, 
Leroy Jenkins. That's what I thought it was, too. I was like, is this really a commercial? I don't remember this one at all. But I do remember the Sonic commercial. But yes, I just started. I'm not again, I'm not even like 45 seconds into gameplay, and there's already been two timeouts. The cat's got a first down, thanks to Dickie Lyons. That was cool. But we'll do the rest of the game. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Scoots, where are you at in your TV watching? Uh, if they didn't cut the the cable bill after your casino trip yesterday, do have you watched Hard Knocks? Have you watched any of the LSU UK game? Are you planning on either? Guys, I am. I'm so caught up in my TV watching. It's incredible. Yes, I've watched Hard Knocks. Watched that yesterday. I have not started the Kentucky LSU game yet. I'm planning on watching that tonight. I was going to do it last night, but I watched a classic last night that I had never seen in my entire life. I checked out The Breakfast Club, so that's what nice. I did last night. Good for you. Did you like it? Oh, I loved it. Yeah, it was. it's funny that it was such a popular movie when there's literally like seven characters and it's all inside of a school, but yeah, I thought it was great. I really enjoyed it. It's a great movie. Good it is a great you, movie. Uh, let's get back to the Thornton sex line. Roush, what did we leave on? Uh, thoughts on JCPS and their disastrous busing issues? Some kids didn't get home till 10 last night. Yeah, we... we had in the opening segment of the show, the podcast, uh, but uh, yeah, school's out today. Polio, he issued an apology. Uh, the pressure's really going to be on for Monday. It's like we're gonna we're gonna work nonstop around the clock, twenty four seven, to make sure we're efficient. So, man, if Monday goes wrong, uh, if what like you know it is, I guess something you take for granted. Like, what if just the transportation's such a nightmare that you just can't do schooling for a while? Like, you'd never think that that would be an issue especially in a school district that gets, I think, third most money nationally. Like, you'd think that you'd want to, to get that stuff figured out. Uh, a texter says, honestly, it's actually really, really, really embarrassing that the staff didn't have all this figured out in the summer. Real tough look on Marty, and it's uh, coming off that huge raise of his as well, which, like, I, I won't pretend to know the going rate for superintendents, and, and, I don't, and I don't care. He can make as much money as he wants. It's just all the timing of all this is not good for him. Not for great, sure. Bob. Yeah, it's not, not an ideal situation. But I, I, we, I think everybody in Louisville just does want them to figure it out. The kids are the ones suffering in this. So let's, uh, let's make it right for them. They deserve it. We've, we've made it tough on them the last several years. TJ and Roush, you guys are definitely need to watch the Manziel documentary. The backstories to protect Johnny's stupidity was fascinating. I'm not saying I never will, but it, it, it won't happen till next spring if I do. So remind me in the spring to do it again. I saw the, he like, you know, the pee story, the, the drug test stories. He'd take like a fourth string walk-ons urine. His agent almost had them fake his father's heart attack to get him out of a drug test. It, it's, you know, it's kind of mostly just kind of sad stuff, but that Johnny Menzel, he's real kooky. Yeah, I'm gonna watch that this weekend too. Um, that 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 sounds like a fun watch. It's gotten good reviews. I just I'm I think I'm I'm maxed out on shows, and then football is gonna be starting here soon, and I'll get the real thing. I don't need to watch past Johnny football highlights. A texture says it's not highlights; it's a doc, so it's a little different. Is it only like an hour or two? I don't know what the timeline. But, uh, on about it is, an hour like, and a half. Yeah, I'm, oh, I can I can do that. That's on a show, you know. It's like a yeah. seven part doc. I thought it was going to be longer than that. Well, that's not t that's not too terrible. But I feel like we've already heard all like the cool storylines, and then the rest of it probably just highlights, which are cool and good. But I, you know, I don't. You let me know how it is, Roush. Maybe I'll go off your. Will do. 
The comments uh, for the JCPS bus debacle have been quite entertaining. Read this morning. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna get they're gonna get crushed all day. Mm-hmm. Undeservedly so. Yeah. Uh, we all know Vegas is going to disrespect UK playing against Alabama this year. What's the call and spread for that game? Are you taking them to cover? Thanks. It's South Georgia Wildcat. I um I will definitely take UK to cover, but you know that game we got a ways to go. We'll be able to see a little bit more from both teams, but I think the Caps are gonna. That's gonna. That may be a special day in Kroger, at Kroger Field. So twenty four is what they had early for Georgia, and in recent years it's kind of been that, unless Kentucky's played well. So I would think it would be. You know, sixteen and a half to twenty-four. But it, like you said, a lot of it's going to depend on uh, just where, how each team's performing at the time. Um, I want to pull up the stat real quick. That look at he crunched the numbers and uh, actually took out the COVID year because, um, like you know, that was kind of a little bit of a one-off. Uh, Kentucky is twenty-five and fourteen against the spread over that time um, with six outright wins. So pretty good. Just against the spread in general, all games? 25 and 14 against the spread, six outright upset wins. Mm. So nice. pretty, yeah, pretty good. He also did make the point too that anytime there's some sort of interview with Jeff or with anybody from Louisville, uh, if you notice, they're always talking about being Kentucky. Really, they're really putting that on a pedestal. It would be a shame if it got too big for him. Hmm. You know who can't win the big one? Dan McDonald. It's true. It's very uh, true. On the Thornton Stexlon says, and really everybody at U of L Athletics can't win the big one. Isn't it true that only their basketball program has ever won a national championship? Uh, probably. Pretty sure. It's probably true, yeah. A texture says, we all know Vegas is going to disrespect. Oh, we got that one. Hey, TJ, have you ever been to a wedding that had space dust? I don't know. If it did, I probably wouldn't remember the wedding for, for good reason. Um, I don't know. I don't think so off the top of my head, but maybe. I've definitely been to weddings that have had some nice beer selections, but I don't know if Space Dust was included. Yeah, I actually have. I went. I did. I went to one that did have Space Dust. I can think of it now. Yes, I have. John here. Good morning, everyone. So, yeah, my Yankees have been unhealthy mess all season, but it is what it is. I always say coming back after the All-Star break is the true season for the MLB. So we'll see. Now, some teams that were hot are now ice cold. Tell me, do you believe the ML season is too long? MLB season's too long? If so, how many games would you like to see for a full MLB season? We'll got to go talk to you later. I think it's fine. They got a good thing going in the MLB. They've been doing it for a while. I'm cool with the amount of games. I'm not, but I'm also not a baseball guy. So, you know, it's just me. Even when they had the shortened season, I didn't care that much. So, like, it's just you, – you, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to be um, too crazy one way or the other. I just don't understand how Goodman can say Wagner would be a star point guard at UofL, but at Kentucky, there's not a point guard. They, he, <laughs> well, again, you know, it's just why it's such a bogus, stupid argument is that he literally said DJ Wagner should have gone to UofL because he could have shined more, been more of a scorer, gotten to do more things. But UK doesn't have a point guard. He can't do those things at Kentucky because of reasons. What? What? That's just nonsensical. KRC boys, does Trevor get above in 16 on the ACT? We got to stop it. No, of course not. What's yeah, the lowest you can get in the ACT? What's the lowest you can get on the ACT? Um, zero? I don't know. Yeah, but I mean. A one. 
All right, so he may get like a two. <laughs> I'm not joking. He will not get double digits. Those are long questions. He's not going to read them. He's just going to pick <laughs> answers. You would think you, he he would get at least 25% if the answers are distributed evenly. So, you know, maybe like yeah, a nine. Yeah, I guess maybe he could lock his way into a three. He's not I just guess C on everything. What's the latest we can sign up for the scramble? Never know when little kids are going to be sick. You got to be on dad duty. I mean, you could, we, we want to get to – Sign up and cancel. Yeah, you can sign – yeah, if you sign up and then you end up not being able to make it, so be it. But we, we want to give the course enough heads, to, heads up. Get, they need to get stuff ready. So I'd say like the week of this probably. But then again, you know, if you email me two days before or something and you say I'd really like to play, I, wasn't, I didn't think I could, we'll, we'll make it work for you. So right up until the scramble really, but, you know, don't – maybe just don't show up without talking to us. But even then, we probably would figure out a way to accommodate you. Um. Did you see the new broadcaster lineup, TJ? No, and I had written that down to get to. I wanted to to hear your thoughts on it, but no. Oh, I had so many thoughts. It was bad. Um, so well, I don't know. Maybe we do that tomorrow. But we, just a suck it to Jesse Palmer. We can Big definitely suck it to that guy. We can, we can definitely do it tomorrow. Uh, it sounds like a classic Roush rant. A texter says Kublik and Herb Street love Stoops. Yeah, Stoops has some love in the media too, though. Yeah. Brom yeah, does, Stoops true. does. That's cool. I'm fine with it. Yeah, that's how it works. Sorry, Scoots. Duke's going to be taller than you by the time he's 10. I'm only 5'2", and my son was already starting to pass me about three years ago. He's now at least 5'6", as a 12-year-old. That's from our listener, Jamie. Thanks Eesh. for texting in, Jamie. Well, get your bets in, Jamie, on the over-under. Uh, Mintz was hired for his celebration video from Ole Miss beating Kentucky. He can suck it now and forever. From last year or from many years ago? We have had some brutal losses to Ole Miss in football in the Stoops era. What, two of them, I guess? Yeah. Both of them, equally painful. Maybe three. It, but, yeah, they've all been close. Yeah, no, because they had we had the Jordan Tamu to uh, DK Metcalf, and there, there was one other, too, that was painfully close that I can't think of. But, yeah, it's three losses to Ole Miss by combined, like, eight points. Hmm. Suck at those guys. Yeah. Big old suck it to those guys. All right, I was watching some of those old Dean Martin celebrity roasts a few weeks ago, and George Bland was on the dice for the Joe uh, Namath roast. I'm so bad with that word, the dice, dice. He is one of those names that UK fans know, but most of us never saw him play, so it was interesting to hear him speak. That, that, uh, I, I'm fascinated by that, very fascinated by that. Yeah, there's two texts we didn't get to. We'll definitely get to them tomorrow, one about the, the shopping cart. Um, another one talking about the LSU UK game. Make sure you watch that 2007. It's on YouTube. And they brought up something that I noticed. I remember from being at the game and it really ticked me off. And then I noticed it right before the start of the game and you can hear it on the broadcast as well. So it's going to be a fun Friday show. We've got texts to get to. We've got topics to get to. You can listen to more scoots today on big X sports radio on the Spears show. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. This is KRC on the Big Apple. Bro,